0: Yo, 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 Um, this is Steady Mike, first episode uh, podcast. Um, What's up, Chebax?
1: Hey,
0: what's up, Peter? Hey, um, so I want to talk about the uh, incident that happened in the LA area with this uh, lady that um, they stole um, her money. I think she was selling tamales or lotus or something like that. Did you hear about it?
1: Yeah, I heard about it. It's kinda of sad, you know, that you know, the people have to go to this extreme where they have to kinda of rob somebody that's kind of in the same position as them where they're trying to find ways to either feed their families or you know, make a make a living, you know. It's it's really sad to see that the you know, people are out there trying to harm the people that need it the most.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um and the the sad part is that they target, you know, those people because they know they'll be, you know, carrying cash with them and you know, they're easy targets because most of the people don't go and you know, call the police, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, because they're they are pretty scared because, you know, a lot of them don't have papers and their status is not really good, so I think that's the main reason they are afraid of calling the police because they might think they might get in trouble with the IRS and stuff like that. But, you know, in my opinion, people shouldn't be scared of that, you know, because the more you're scared, the more you're not going to be able to do anything. And the more people like this keep on doing it.
0: Yeah. And it's something, um, you know, with the Mexican Latino community, (laughs) Um, you know, uh, we grew up I mean, especially if you grew you know, grew up in the ghetto, I guess I guess you can say that. Um, you know, you always know someone, you know what I mean? Uh, that you know, is making food at their house and selling it or they're selling tamales or they're selling lotes and most of the time it's you know, friends, mom or uh, you know, a neighbor or a friend of a friend's and um, you know, it's things that you grew up with, you know what I mean? So when something like that happens, you know, you know, I got heated
1: up, you know what I mean? Like,
0: shoot, you know, it's not right, you know?
1: Well, yeah, pretty much it's home, you know, because that's that's something we all grew up seeing, where people make food to feed their families, you know, stuff like that, you know, try to make it's um, meat. But, you know, it's sad to see all this going on in the world. You know, but there's, people have to try to make the best change. You know, and the sad part about it is this lady might be in fear now. She might be scarred for life, where she's not going to want to go out and sell, or she's probably going to be scared. You know, she might just do it less now instead of doing it probably for eight hours. Maybe she might do it for four or five, so she might not bring enough money, you know, back home, you know, because this is not the only incident i seen. You know, I saw on facebook or youtube i think it was about the old asian guy up in san francisco where you know some guys stole their cans and it was sad because you know especially me knowing more you know friends from the asian descended you know his dad is around the same age as him and he picks up cans you know so he even told me that he felt bad it was like seeing his own dad and it's true and over here it's kind of seeing like your own family member or even your own neighbor, you know, because, you know, it's either she's Mexican or Hispanic, whatever it is, you know, you know it's something that is, like, close to you because it's from the same type of race, and that's the sad part about it because you sometimes put yourself not in her shoes but in the shoes of her, probably her son or her husband or somebody in her family thinking, damn, you know, something worse could have happened.
0: Yeah, 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 that's true, man. Um <laughs> so I mean it, it seems they usually target, you know, the older people. I mean, I mean ju- just in general people, you know, that, you know, um just want wanna be a menace, you know, and wanna be uh doing, you know, um, you know, just stuff that's not right. Um it seems they always target, you know, the older folks or people you know immigrants and all that kind of stuff you know what i mean
1: yeah and that, that's the bad part about it too that um you know and something that i you know i would like to say is they shouldn't be they shouldn't be projected as a like a race type you know like these are just bad people they're doing it because you know just how there's black people doing it there's mexicans there's asians there's whites everybody's doing it you know so it's not just one type of race it's everybody just the problem is that some races are willing to put it up there and show it off what they do, you know. But you know, people shouldn't see it as a race. Or I know a lot of people, a lot of you know, oh, you know, probably saying like, I can't believe this was did this, and probably even saying like, racial profiling, but they shouldn't. You know, at the end, you know, it's all cultures that do it. It's not just one.
0: Yeah, um, and then I, I would say, um, you know, uh, thanks to the people out there, you know, that actually uh, came through and helped out that lady, um, you know, shout out to, um, uh, he goes by the name of 50Blue <coughs> on Instagram. Oh, yes. And then the other one, um, Street Active, and, you know, um, it's cool that, you know, they show support, and um, I think they even, you know, had a big chunk of money that, you know, they provided to the lady which is pretty pretty nice you know it, it's nice that they did something like that
1: yeah I saw they gave her flowers and then some, something that I did see and I I'm not sure if they did it to kind of show off though like the, the, the fact that it's not about race is that they put like you know Mexicans blacks and then uh, I saw some Asian guy in the back on one of the pictures which that was the cool thing about it is it kind of shows like you know the picture kind of you know they say a picture you know speaks a million words but you know that's one of the things that I saw in my point of view that it was kind of showing out like look yes the people that are black but not all black people are the same not all Mexican are the same or not Asians are the same you know there's just how there's good there's bad so that's kind of something I saw about that picture you know maybe not a lot of people didn't point it out or maybe a lot of people didn't see it but that's something I saw in that picture
0: yeah that's true um um, talking about, you know, Swifty Blue and uh, other rappers that have the same type of, um, I guess, music. I mean, being Latino, Mexican and other, you know, uh, Hispanic races. What do you think of uh, their type of music, their rap? Um, you know, you can't really call it Chicano rap because that, that, I don't think that's really what they're trying to be classified as. You know what I mean? I don't think that's the genre anymore. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and that's something that, um, you know, I used to, uh, I'm mostly into, like, um, school rap. Some more like Tupac, Biggie, you know. um, Like, all that type of stuff. We even, like, Run DMC, you take it back even further. A little Cool J, stuff like that. But, you know, at one point, I, when I was in high school, I did listen to, like, Little Rob, you know, Mr. Capone, Mr. Criminal, you know, because that was for a little bit that Chicano rapper was out there. But then I got a... Kind of off of it just because it was in, you know, you could say I kind of grew out of that type of style. But as I grew up now, and I started listening to a lot of these young rappers, which Latinos or Hispanic or Mexicans, um, there's a lot of them that are actually switching their style. Because even Mr. Criminal started switching his style. He started he even took out a song with um with Khalifa, and, you know. So that was pretty tight you know, so I like their style, you know, I started listening to OGZ, you know, um, I can't really think of that many in the top of my head, just because of, there's something new to me, so I'm kind of getting into this type of music, you know, because I'm not really a big fan of, like, what's that guy's name, Trippy uh, Red, and all these guys, like, you know, I'm not really a fan of them, and I really didn't listen to them, besides a couple of them, like, um, like juice world you know like rest in peace to him you know i like the song when he came out with m&m but other than that i never listened to him so other than that like for music that's coming out like as in a lot of hispanic or latinos or mexican i really do love it and i really do like it i like the movement but you know we'll see how far they take it and how far it goes
0: yeah, as far as uh, female uh, rappers, there's not many either, huh? Or, I mean, at least I haven't seen anyone that has been, like, on the, you know, radar. Like, hey, they're actually, you know, popping, you know what I mean?
1: Well, there's only one that I really do listen to. It's um, uh, Snow The Product. I've been listening to her for the past, like, four or five years. You know, she could say, I could actually say that I could probably put up the music loud with my windows down. You know, even though she's a female rapper, you know, like, I like the way she, her flow, I like her lyrics, I like the way she switches it up between English and Spanish. She uses a lot of, like, um, dialect type of language where they talk in Mexico that kind of has, like, a double meaning to it. Right. You know, so it's pretty dope, you know. I like the fact that she does this. You know, if you really don't know, like, the double meaning or double standard of what she means, you know, you understand it, and that's something I grew up with you know, speaking Spanish and then the way they joked around and stuff like that so I kind of understand it. So that's what I like about her, you know. Like, I do listen to, like, you know, other female rappers but it's not something like I'll be bumping to or anything like that but it's not a product. It's something I will bump into, you know, like, there's a lot of good music. I like her little, little skits she does for like a minute and a half where she's just rapping and flowing. You know, that's pretty tight, you know. There's not that many female rappers that could actually Rap as great as her.
0: Yeah, I haven't really paid attention to uh, um, that rappers' music, but uh, I've seen um, from other rappers, you know, um, that they post on their IG and all that kind of stuff. And um, I haven't really seen any videos or anything. I haven't really put you know put um, that much attention to uh, music. uh, what I was going to say is that besides Latinos, I see the other races like Asians that are, you know, their music uh, are also popping, you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know if you know MP Now and Stupid Young. I think Super Young did a song with this uh, rapper from Pomona. He goes by the name of Young Drummer Boy. But it's, it's pretty cool because, as you can see... Uh, One of them, you know, being Asian, he's affiliated with, you know, gang and, you know, the other one being a Mexican rapper, he's also affiliated with this other gang. Uh, So it seems like a lot of people are coming together, different races, different rappers, which is good for both of them because, you know, both of them get, you know, their fan base and the other one gets their fan base, you know.
1: Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, the fan base grows a lot and that's pretty yeah, I understand what what you're saying and stuff like that. So, you know, somebody that really did do it, you know, rest in peace, dipsy hustle, you yeah, know. Rest in peace. He he um he he was actually like with doing all that you know, when Mexicans came out and protested, he was there with them, you know. See he united a lot of race and not even only race but a lot of like in his culture like blood and cribs and stuff like that. Which, that was pretty dope because, as you can see, you know, when he passed away, you know, a lot of uh, races, a lot of people came together, you know, for his funeral. A lot of people went to his shop where he passed away, where they shot him, you know, and stuff like that. And I thought that was crazy, you know. I never listened to his music besides, like, three or four songs. But I was never, it's not that I never liked his music, but it was mostly because of, uh. I guess you could say I wasn't paying attention to the music because of where it was heading and who was out there. You know, I listened to Kendrick Lamar, Jay Cole, and stuff like that. But you know, he was, you know, he was out there. But I just stopped listening to music for a great while. You know, it was more into reggaeton and stuff like that. But that's the reason I didn't listen to him. But then I started getting after he passed away. I listened more to his music, which was pretty dope and more of the. The way he wanted to do it and what the marathon th- uh, meant so and it was pretty crazy you know so you know too so bad he had a, he was taken at an early age and you know but hopefully you know he did bring a lot of cultures together a lot of people inside his culture you know together to understand that you know at the end we're all human beings
0: yeah that's true um another thing that I noticed uh he was kind of <coughs> like I'm not I'm not really going to compare him with Tupac but in a sense he was sort of like Tupac if you think about it but and Tupac was a little more you know wild than uh, you know a Nipsey you know what I mean in that sense no
1: yeah well well yeah it's just, I think the reason you know Tupac was more wild I think it was just because of the throw and Night. you know I think he wanted to be that person that was out there you know and you know that's you know, that sucks that he had to go, but, you know, it's the same thing with him. You know, he had a big woman, you know. You know, he was talking about Thug Life, you know, the actual meaning of Thug Life. You know, a lot of people hear it and say, oh, like, Thug Life means, like, you're a bad person or you're up to no good, but, you know, he really listen to what he says, you know, you understand what he means, you know. And a lot of music spoke to you, you know. Like, for me, you know, he it, it wasn't that he was going, that I I could, say oh I was going through the same things but there's a lot of things he will say that it was like oh shit like that's the type of shit I'm going through right now or you know so he has music for all type of people you know and that's the great thing about it you know that's why that's my number one rapper right there
0: yeah I'm very you know one of my favorite rappers as well um so what do you think of the you know the uh, virus and all that you know What's your <laughs> you know, thoughts on, on
1: it? Well, my biggest thing is just be careful out there. You know, a lot of people are not taking it seriously. You know, for me, I work at a grocery store um, at the meat department, and I'm always in an hour. You know, I always see people with masks now, with gloves, you know, being cautious. We have to constantly be cleaning the department, you know, just to make sure that we're okay. You know, we put our lives at risk. Well, not our lives at risk, but our health. You know, being out there and probably catching, you know, this virus ourselves by, you know, making sure that everybody has, you know, food to buy, you know. And, you know, but people do need to understand that this is something serious, you know. There's a lot of people that say, oh, you know, the U.S. started or China started or it's on purpose or stuff like that, you know. People do need to start seeing, maybe they don't believe it, or maybe not see it. Maybe they should go to a hospital and maybe see other people that are in there. You know, I don't think that they should listen a lot to what the news had to say. But you know, maybe sometimes even go out there and, and check it out yourself to see how people are are acting or how people are. You know, because there's something serious. You know, people are not taking it seriously. People. Out there, A lot of people say, "Oh, you no, know, you know, I won't be able to see them until either you or they're not. You know, they don't come back, and that's what things people don't understand. That you know, me as having kids." maybe you know I have to sanitize myself I have to put lights all over my body before I walk in the house just because of the fact that I'm scared of maybe my son getting it you know he always had problems with breathing you know or even my other kids or even my wife's grandpa's here you know those are things that people don't understand and don't get that they, they need to themselves but for the elderly for kids you know for People that are not healthy enough to fight the disease.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. We gotta be, you know, <clears throat> be safe and um, I guess use precautions in order for us to you know stop this virus. You know what I mean? It's already been a few weeks, and um, I guess more and more, uh, I guess uh, people are being tested and you know being tested positive and. You know, a lot of deaths out there, but, you know, I think we can, you know, stop it if we, you know, just take precautions, stay home <laughs> and, you know, do our best to keep, you know, ourselves and our families, you know, safe.
1: Yeah, because, like, people don't, like, think it's a joke or people don't take it seriously, you know, people just need to start realizing it, that hey, this is for real.